0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roaring D20s podcast. I am your well-worn Dungeon Master, Scott Jones, and today we have our normal, exciting cast of characters who I will let introduce themselves.
1: Hi, my name is Caitlin McKaig, playing Caitlin McKeg, and I'm ready to give another inspiring speech to a wizard who could have totally blasted a hole through me. No big deal. It's fine.
2: (laughs) Uh, Hey, this is Josh playing as Uther, also wanting to steal that book that Caitlin stole because, you know, knowledge. (laughs)
3: <laughs> You're not getting it. Yes. Uh, Hi, I'm Chris, and I play Marcus. Uh, We're all going to die.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Jesse. Uh, I'm playing as Bartholomew Sinclair, and uh, for once, I agree with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have taken that book, guys.
5: <laughs> Too late. And I'm Jacob. I'm playing Gork, and it has been... Far too long since I have drunk anything, hit anything, and there are too many standing
3: walls. It's a real it's problem. <laughs> it's true.
4: And he's been <laughs> such a good boy, Caitlin. Right, he's a on. good
3: good I, boy. I need to
0: take some notes down for things that <laughs> good Gork boy. needs to have good in barbarian front of him.
3: points. <laughs>
6: good for <Break break>. walls.
0: All right. <laughs> so when last we met, our party finally <laughs> made their way into the Tower of Mills, the high wizard who had made his home in Alcoa. After asking him some questions about the incident at the Kabani Meadery, the party learned that. Nils didn't really know anything. In fact, the only way that he was involved was he was asked to perform the purity spell, a ritual that pulls from a deific level of power in order to literally burn a disease out of a human being. Uh, Because of the risk to the caster, Nils was charging an extremely high price to perform this spell. And when uh, our, our unfortunate victim couldn't pay, he turned potentially to nefarious means. What means? The party has yet to find out. So, we are now outside the Tower of Mills. You have a book. <laughs> you have an impassioned speech that seems to have fallen on deaf ears.
1: Uh huh.
0: And Gork, make a perception check. Raro
5: Gork perceives with his plus one perception whatever a fourteen would perceive.
0: A 14 perceives that there appears to be some kind of a bottle sitting on the ground right in front of you.
5: Does Gork's perception determine the liquid in the bottle? Uh, it's uh, it, I mean, it's mead-colored. Yeah, well, it's it's gone now.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so do you drink it? Of course, naturally. Okay.
0: Well, it was actually some really good mead. There You're not you really go. sure why it was sitting there. Uh, taking a look at the now-empty bottle, you can see that it does have the bell symbol on it. So it was Bellman Mead. Uh, but, you know, you have something to drink now, which yes. apparently you hadn't had in a long time. And I was really afraid of Gork's anger, so I figured that as a DM, I should probably make sure
6: that.
5: <laughs> one out of three. One out of three. The walls, and I don't know. Yeah. Working on it. Gotta hit something with my sword
0: soon. Yikes. I really hope it's not anything, you know. It's with a wall. A Two birds, <laughs> hit, one wall. Hit wall with sword. We'll see how well that Ting. goes. That being said, what is the party's next move? Mm.
1: Um. Well, I I put, first of all, I'm gonna like stuff the book in my bag so it's not as obviously out and about. Um. W- uh, did the party see me? I watched it was just Josephine stuff the and book I. In her bag. <laughs> well, I like, do you guys to, even you know about to the it? book? I'm gonna try to hide it.
0: Go ahead and make a. We'll make this a stealth check. Versus the part of passive perception.
1: Nat nineteen oh. plus three. I baby. don't think
0: any of you saw her put the book in her bag. Like yeah. I mean, Josephine did, but Josephine also knew that the book was there.
2: I- I'm giving Caitlin the bird.
1: <laughs> you don't. E- you can't flip me off. You don't know what I did. No,
0: not
2: not Caitlin the character.
1: <laughs> oh, Caitlin the player. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, this is it gets just,
0: kind of confusing sometimes. I just thought Uther <laughs> was <laughs> handing
4: her a pigeon Zazu. That's yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> my birds
0: are back. You, flip you, hear the the bird. Bird. you just flip him. Yeah. does yeah. like it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, when they people spin the bottle and hope it lands. Yeah. You no, hope no, that yes. the bird I lands, lands feet down <laughs> on one of her horns. Uh-huh. So just to clarify Josh, are you flipping off Caitlyn McKay or c- Caitlyn McKay? <laughs> Caitlyn McKay. Okay, cool. So that's clear for all of you listeners at home. Yep, of course. Crystal. Oh boy.
1: Um I'm going to walk up to the party and be like, well, I mean, we didn't get much out of him. And I know kind of our next task is getting to Zast. I say we go back and gather our things and maybe hit the road.
4: I'm surprised you're not dead right now.
1: (laughs) You know, I am too, honestly. It was very terrifying, but he just, he rubbed me the wrong way. I just didn't like his attitude.
4: I sure hope what you said got got across to him because that would really suck if you had some empowering speech that just went on deaf ears yeah
1: it would <laughs> but I'm also glad I'm not dead
3: I'd say coming out with your life after saying such strong things to a high <laughs> wizard is, a, is certainly a certainly a good thing on its own yeah luckily <laughs> I don't know. I'm
1: not going to do that again anytime soon though
2: I don't I do know about remember. you guys but <laughs> I'm
1: feeling kind of beat okay uh,
2: after all of that,
1: oh yeah, you got hit with magic twice over, didn't you? Yeah, you can
2: see that. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, we can go back, collect our things, maybe have a couple drinks, a little bit of food, and talk about our next next plans. I feel right? like I this guess. was an
0: important milestone for Uther. He took damage without going down. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> most granted, it, it took some intervention, <laughs> but like <laughs> he he even like learned something. He wasn't oh. unconscious when the learning happened. <laughs> but you know what he did right? you
4: know what he didn't learn was the men spell.
1: <laughs> but we but we this did learn gonna be that. One it of those help things,
0: us. This is gonna be one of those things where Anytime a player tells me they want something like super vehemently, I, I make sure that it's like the most roundabout way possible to get it. In another campaign, it's a it's a, a dagger of blindsight, and that's just just so you're aware, player who I know is listening to this who wants that, it's never gonna happen. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so gather your things. I assume that means you're heading back to the bar to Oasis. Yep. Yes. All right, well, as you make your way through the town of Alcoa to Oasis, you notice that the streets are about as empty as they normally are. The caravan that had uh, held the D'Angelo family has, of course, gone, headed to Gil, supposedly. So the streets are quiet, quieter than they have been since you've been here. That is until you get about 50 feet to Oasis, at which point you hear a crashing sound coming
3: from within the bar. Uh Uh-oh. Marcus books it. Away? No. No, (laughs) He's like, I'm done. I'm (laughs) done. No more. This this random crashing sound. I'm out. This is the line. No. (laughs) Marcus starts sprinting towards the noise.
0: All right. I'm gonna follow him. As you all make your way towards the bar itself, Marcus, you burst your way through the doors and you see a scene of destruction in front of you. Uh, The bar itself is mostly empty, but. Several of the tables have been knocked over and there appears to be some kind of viscous liquid just on the ground. Uh, As you look around, you see a small child chasing after a, a gray blur that is currently crashing its way around the entirety of the bar uh, <laughs> a second figure sitting behind the bar you recognize immediately as Ashrin the owner who just kind of has her head in her hands <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go try to scoop the gray blur because I have a feeling I know what that is oh are
0: you now okay go ahead and give me a dex check
1: uh fuck uh, no uh, 12. Uh, in
0: this case, it's to catch the thing, not to calm it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a 12. So, as you kind of race towards the, the small child in the gray blur, you reach down to try and scoop it out of the air, and it slams full on into your chest. And as you fall <laughs> down onto the ground, your, your little candid friend kind of does a, a happy little dance on top of you, spinning around in a circle and, and making a small noise. The child comes up right around uh, the creature and goes to grab it herself, at which point the cannon jumps right off of you and the child crashes into you, having slipped on said viscous liquid.
1: Oh, God, my chest!
4: <laughs> yeah, just Astronom, I'll, I'll get a mead if you, if you have the second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she looks up at you and just gives you the evil eye and says, sure, that'll be 300 gold pieces. <laughs> oh.
4: Hey, Gork. Can I have some of that money you made? <laughs> Gork's economics are for Gork's personal use. Um. <laughs> well, at least that's I've got true.
6: entertainment.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up the kid that's, like, crashed onto me, and I'll be like, Ashrin, I'm sorry. I'll help you clean this up. And I'm going to, like, set their kid down gen- or gently and then just try to scoop up my, my little boy again.
0: Okay, so you're gonna try again. Go ahead and give me another dex check. My boy. Uh, so, Marcus, have you run away yet?
1: That's
3: better. No, <laughs> Marcus is just now standing there. Soaking in the truth. I got a,
1: truth. a 17.
3: The
0: 17. So at this point, now that the, the, the little boy has realized that you're there, he really wants your attention. He wants to play with you. So it's not super hard to chase after your little friend, he wants you to in fact he, he will stop occasionally and turn around and just kind of spin in a circle and and yap at you before running away again but finally you do manage to corner him and as he just All sits right. there he, he kneels down and does a little playful growling sound
1: okay buddy we good
0: gets lower okay
1: okay we're gonna try this out pouts <laughs> ah! <laughs>
0: give me a dex save <laughs> A 15. A 15. With a 15, you actually manage to reach out both of your hands and grab the creature and hold him fully in your arms. Now I need an animal handling check. Ooh. uh, 22. 22. After a couple of uh, frenzied seconds of just trying to adjust yourself and make sure that he doesn't slip out of your grasp, you finally lay a hand on your little friend's head. And he calms down, still wiggling a little bit, but it's out of excitement rather than trying to escape.
1: Whew, All right, My- everyone, meet Fango. Fango. I, I,
2: I'm sorry. What?
1: It means it. It, it means mud in Italian.
0: <laughs> I feel like what? you were so excited to this Italian? big reveal, and it just went over everyone's head. That's <laughs> cute. I like it.
1: It, it's mud from thermal springs in Italy. That is totally a place in D and D world. You what know, whatever. <laughs> so- Can you eat it? No. You're not eating my fango.
0: Yeah, it's fango, which means mud in Draconic. I, I meant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect.
5: Is me dragons are Italian? That's <laughs> yes. what it really does. just walk into dragons later. It's just like, I
1: fireflies
3: i hear the firefly.
1: We did our racism quota for That's the red dragon. What culture <laughs> are we gonna offend this week, everyone?
4: Canadians? The mm. They don't count. The dragon, Mario.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and my brother, Luigi, and a green dragon comes out
3: now <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay Mokas okay. Marcus, uh, okay. Marcus literally just stands there watching this unfold around him just like he sighs and he's like I, I always get them when they're small and cute and then he starts like writing tables and chairs and things <laughs> uh, At that
0: point Ashrin looks gratefully towards you Marcus and hooks a finger towards you Bartholomew
4: <laughs> uh, I will get closer.
0: <laughs> she takes something behind the bar and throws it at you. Oh, I will make you make a check or anything to catch it. You you catch it, and she says, "You want ale? You want mead? Go ahead." You look down, and there's a mop in your hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will contemplate for a second
4: whether to do anything nefarious, and then just. Start mopping.
0: <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> Bartholomew pulls out a crossbow and shoots <laughs> at an Uther. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that yeah,
2: happens. Somehow it
1: bounces off something and goes into Josh's other side. <laughs> it's like the, um,
2: oh, what is it? Uh, shit.
0: Yeah, just like. That. All right, Josh shits. No. The-
2: <laughs> Ace Ventura. Yeah, the. Yeah, he's got his oh, two God. spears in his legs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah,
4: ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> i'll I'll be compliant i'll start helping with mopping even though it's totally caitlin's fault
1: (laughs) so so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a cloth out of my bag and try to do one of those like baby hammocks like on my chest (laughs) let
0: me ask you this what cloth do you have that's big enough for that
1: my other shirt. I have, like, at least three shirts. Most of them at least. All right. right so with
0: the understanding <laughs> that this shirt is going to be ruined by this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I already had the blood-stained white shirt, which was my other favorite shirt. So might as well. <laughs> so you're it's gonna, not my favorite anymore. What I'm
0: hearing is that you're going to have one left after this.
1: <laughs> the one I'm wearing <laughs> and the one in the bag. And now there's one that's a baby hammock. Okay. It's going to go
5: to ye old
0: gap. Get another shirt. You I need to okay. get a baby sling. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. I, I won't make you do this. Your, your history <laughs> with these creatures and with baby animals allow you to easily enough make a baby hammock out of a shirt. <laughs> um, the, the little guy is a little bit restless, does not seem to like being confined.
1: <laughs> it's okay, Fanga. It's okay. It's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. And I'm going to give him a little piece of jerky to suck on, and then I'm going to start putting tables up and chairs, too. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is
6: what He's happens. He's my baby! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's, is anybody else doing anything different? Gork, what are you doing, man? Uther, same question. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Gork.
2: <laughs>
5: Cheeky. <laughs> gork is contemplating the economics of a 300 hundred dollar bottle of bead. <laughs> <My God.
0: laughs> oh he's gone down
3: in that rabbit hole
0: <laughs> All right, um, Gork, go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw oh here we go <laughs> oh a saving throw oh wow that's uh, a 13
5: to understand what the 300 gold pieces is it's- quality purchasing for
0: Barbie. Yeah, sorry mm-hmm. to be a dick after the fact, but I'm going to need you to make that a disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> because, <Yeah>. you're gork.
3: <laughs> because you're born. Because you're Cork. I was an 18, so it's still a 13. Okay,
0: so it's still a 13. That's still pretty good for you. Uh, you get stuck on the word economics. Yes. Um, yeah. Eventually, you, you know how if you say a word often enough it loses its meaning? Correct. That's about the point you hit when your brain shuts down. But it took you about 15 minutes to get there, which is a new personal record.
5: There you go. <laughs> We're improving every, every day. Just you know, baby steps. Yeah, as baby long as you're
0: bettering steps. yourself, I mean, Proof, that's, it's worth it. Yeah. All right, so Uther, <laughs> you're staring at Gork, and when you see steam coming out of his ears, that slowly turns into black smoke, and you assume that he's thinking again. Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: uh, trying at least.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> then I, to. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do some magic magic. I don't know. I was gonna try to. Never mind. You're going to mend wow, the tables? My or... brain just shut off there.
0: Hold on. Gonna... No, no, that's Gork. Gork's brain shut off. <laughs> <laughs> working on it. I'm
2: going to pull out my wand, and I'm going to try to do some magic bullshit and try to just do the easy way and try to push out the, uh, the slime and shit out the door.
0: Yeah, what what spell are you using to push the slime out the door?
2: Magic um. missile or?
1: <laughs> so fireball. it's a and the wall is gone.
0: I did not know that's
4: how big the room hey, was.
6: I said, that's <laughs>
2: fireball.
1: <laughs> so I got Firebolt?
2: I don't okay. think it's gonna be helpful. So you try? Twice it? about this, I'm like, mm-hmm, I don't know, fire. Uther,
3: Uther, U- 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 if 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 you, if you if you if you destroy something, I'm gonna have to save like three kids out of trees to make
1: up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Three more kids one, that she doesn't one have. One
3: cut it. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're paying for child
2: support at this point? I know! <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, th- so, thinking better so what, of my actions, yeah. I'm like, mm, what, what spell maybe, are you using? maybe
1: not. I'm going to walk over and like place a cloth on top of his wand. <laughs> Sometimes the best magic is some good old-fashioned elbow grease. I mean, I polished this like yesterday, but sure, Not I can do it again. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wand.
0: Look at that table. we'll also walk over to the two of you, uh, and she'll say "Abracadabra," and she'll throw a mop at you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I huff and I start cleaning.
2: I'm like, <laughs>
0: she at this point. Ashran also pulls out a bucket, a different bucket, a different Chris bucket. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, that, that's full of soapy water. and She puts it down. She looks at you, Caitlin, and says, you keep that thing away from this one.
1: Yeah, nope. He, he's good here. We're, we're good. He's nice and moist. He doesn't <laughs> need water for a little bit.
0: She lets out a low growl herself before going back <laughs> behind the bar. <laughs> at this point, everybody else has sort of filed out. You assume that this incident started very like shortly before you arrived. Uh, after about 20, 25 minutes, you get the bar looking... Pretty good. It kind of looks like a a hurricane came through or a tornado, but, you know, the walls are covered in... Rather than being covered in something, they look like they were freshly cleaned. Uh, The tables are mostly together. There's still still a few knocked over chairs, but I I guess the biggest difference between Oasis then and Oasis now is it's empty. (laughs) Which, uh, (laughs) all thanks to you guys.
1: (laughs) Oh, yay.
0: So, when you finally finish cleaning... You look over and you return the mobs and the brooms and everything else to uh, Ashrin, and she has five bottles of uh, of mead sitting on the on the counter waiting for you. Oh, thank God!
1: <laughs> oh, you're the best. Sorry about this. Mm. Jeez, Caitlin, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a platinum down.
0: Wow, be like, winner!
1: I am. I'm like, I really appreciate you looking after this guy. I was worried sick about him and I just wanted to make sure he was okay, so thank you for dealing with him. I'm sorry he was such a handful.
0: Mm. Um, at that point the the Ashwin's daughter is kind of hugging her waist from behind, peeks around the corner and goes, Well he's feeling better.
1: Yeah. He's very active now. <laughs> Perhaps too active. He's going to be great.
0: <laughs> Man, stealth checks are going to be fun from here on out.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I'm going to scratch Sweats under his and chin rogue. and kind of give him a pat. Okay. okay. In his baby hammock. Uh, once again, you, you notice that he, whenever he's happy, he
0: seems to wiggle like a lot. And so as you do that, you, you have to kind of balance him as the, the shirt that you've tied sort of haphazardly begins to come loose. Uh, <laughs> but you manage to get it under control. Uh, when you look back at the bar, the platinum piece is gone. <laughs> 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 she says, consider that um, this is Ashrin, of course, not her daughter whose voice suddenly got deeper.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Ashrin will look and say, consider these your parting gifts.
1: Yeah. Yes. Thank you again for your hospitality.
3: Yes, thank you. We really do appreciate it, despite all the, um, the fuss that this, our little friend put up. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm just going to go up and pack my bag. I'm getting the vibe. Let's go.
3: <laughs> they seem
0: to have understood the message of get the fuck out. <laughs> can't wait till we bring
1: more of our friends over. I can't wait to discover more animals and bring them into this small little bar. I'm kidding, Ashran. I'm kidding. You, you know, You know me. You know me, I do finger guns as I go up the stairs. Run, run
3: <laughs> Marcus just rubs his face and goes up the stairs.
4: Hey, hey, Gork, is that enough mead for you, buddy? Suddenly, the smoke clears. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gork would like a drink. <laughs> There's one right here on the table for you, bud. He can have mine, too. And then Marcus goes upstairs.
0: Gork proceeds to drink. Okay. <laughs> Good work, Gork. Good work indeed. Good work. <laughs> As everyone else goes and packs, Ashrin kind of looks across the bar at you, Gork, and said, now Some- somehow I never would have pegged you for the most responsible one.
5: Gork does not know how to peg oneself either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gork, oh I will give you God. inspiration if we never mention that again.
5: <laughs> Gork finds God. these terms acceptable.
1: <laughs> what a line! Oh no! That,
0: that's
2: that's
1: uh, be
0: the little bit that we have to Episode 22 pegging oneself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pegging
0: oneself! Oh boy.
3: Oh, the filter's not going to like that. <laughs> oh <no.
0: laughs> oh man. That's great. Okay, um, a few minutes pass. And a few meads down the line, Ashrin seems content to continue supplying you, Gork. Uh, everyone else comes back down, bags packed and ready to go. So, party leader, what's the plan? Uh, well. He answered. He answered. You yeah. yes, all heard it. Him. He answered.
4: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.
3: <laughs> no, so. you're hurting me. Sides. <laughs> got him. Don't, there's, there, well, there's one clear, a, there, hold on, a there's, there's, there's one clear choice I think we have, since we're, we've exhausted all of our options here, we have to go to Zest. I, I agree yeah. with you. And, um, it, it it's going to perhaps... be really
2: pizazz.
3: Ah, Gork <laughs> did not understand that. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyways, get it. it does seem rather strange. Perhaps this is a more clear cut than we think. I don't know, um, but this this um, this other this other meadery, this other this other uh, company prop might might truly know something. Brewery, might've, by the way. A mm-hmm. oh, brewery. Excuse me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he might have been. Uh, what's his name? Knighton. Knighton might have been uh, working with them since they are underhanded in the first place. Who knows? We'll see what we find there.
4: I mean, okay. sometimes. People are very desperate when their family's lives are at stake, so I wouldn't put it past them to consider all the options whether they be uh, nefarious or not.
3: Yes. Yeah. The thing that still gets me is the fact that um, Elzen Dervish never did receive the note from, um, from, from the Bellman Company here. Oh.
0: Are- I Are we sure? He's referring to the note when you discovered that Bellman had learned of Knighton's intentions. He had supposedly sent a missive to Alzen Dervish warning him, but as far as you know, Dervish never received the letter.
3: Yes.
1: We'll have to check when we get back to, maybe we could check something at the Kamani Meadery or around town, see if anyone has maybe Dervish's books, but from the sounds of it, yeah, he might have not received it at all.
3: Yes, may, perhaps um perhaps Mr Knighton intercepted it somehow or um you know something else happened who knows but I'm not really sure how to investigate that unless we go back to uh the Kemani meter or what's left of it rather
2: mm-hmm.
3: but for well, now maybe they've
2: ex... <laughs> sorry maybe they've excavated enough for us to uh, investigate what happened inside
3: mm, yes that's true I still think that we should go to Zast first. I, I, agree.
2: I
4: agree. Also, it's very possible that the conversation that Dervish had with, with Knighton could have been a result of receiving that letter. Uh, you know, that they were talking to, to each other at one point based on witness accounts. Huh?
3: It's very possible that the letter did arrive late. It, it seems like it would have been late if they were talking about it during the festival. Um, and perhaps perhaps because of the letter, they had their altercation.
4: Maybe.
0: We will have to find out in Zast. That's true. Okay. So, you went three days east from Gil in order to arrive at Alcoa. Based on the information that you received while you were doing your initial investigation, Zast is apparently ten days to the west, which means it would probably take you about two weeks to get there if you took the normal route. However, when you head outside of town, you notice that there is not one, but two paths that head in the western direction.
3: Oh. Marcus squints
1: <laughs> Who had the map? Uther, I think you had it last
3: uh, Yes, yes uh, Let me pull that right out
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat> Checking for any stains this time mm-hmm. I don't see any <laughs> I lay it out for all Make of us to see check. it Make a perception check 13
0: 13 Don't appear to be any stains <laughs> Okay <laughs>
2: All right, I'm going to take a look look at the map and see if I see the second route.
3: But uh, you don't. We mm. are not taking that route. But which well, route is so the it, second does route? Does it
1: Yeah, that's the problem. Does it does it just fork?
3: Shouldn't we just go back the
4: way we came and like
2: Well, well we're trying to reach the again. next town.
4: Well, if we have to pass through Gill, I, I don't know I, I'm kind of done with side paths unless they lead to
2: treasure <laughs> or glory
1: so we exited the town heading west and there's two paths to take mm-hmm. going west yep the problem is we came from uh <laughs> the so we came from the north right to no we came from
0: you came I, from I the, direction the direction that both paths are ah! and in fact <laughs> Caitlin give me a history check
1: <laughs> I got a natural one. A natural one.
0: <laughs> there was only one path when you came in. Which one looks the most traveled? I, I'm I'm interested.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Great question. Give me an investigation check. That I can do very well.
4: No. Good thing it's investigation.
0: I oh, have Lord. a twenty-five. With a twenty-five, they look equally travelled. Shit. Not me. only that. They look the same, and as you start looking at the ground, you start noticing similar patterns, similar footpaths, similar treads. These are identical roads, like not not roads that are identically traveled. They are identical roads. Uh, did, did, I smell.
2: I smell. I smell. I, 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 I smell magic afoot. Did did uh did we get roofied?
3: I I'm checking. And what meat did we drink? <laughs> What do ruse have to do with any of this? I'm I'm, I'm checking. Guys, <laughs> guys these are exactly the same.
2: I, I smell magic. Uh, I'm going to check right, using everybody my, stop. my magical eyes. Everybody
3: stop.
0: <laughs> Chris, take inspiration. Hey. hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. And continue. It, oh, I, I'm, I'm
2: going to use my special eyes.
0: <laughs> what special eyes would those be?
2: My special magic eyes. I'm doing an arcana check. I'm just making. Oh, a okay,
0: joke. okay. So you're checking for magic in the area. Yes, is what, I, what I'm hearing. From yes. You. Okay. Then go ahead and give me the arcana check.
2: Uh, Fifteen. Por favor. 15.
0: All right, fifteen.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, hey, guys, I don't Italian. speak Italian. <laughs> That's that <static. laughs> is Russian. We're not Russian.
5: What are we talking about? Uh, sorry,
0: I meant draconic. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no uh, so, there that's italian <laughs> uh with a 15 there's Wait, definitely magic in the area okay i'm sorry what was that there's definitely magic in the area it doesn't appear to be coming specifically from one path or the other
3: i'm gonna take a little pebble i'm just gonna throw it down one of the paths I'm okay left or right left path okay you take a pebble you chuck it down the left path
0: it doesn't skip so much because the the terrain right. isn't really yeah. good for that but it lands and skids a little bit. Okay, I'm going to do this. Now
1: is that pebble now on the other path?
0: Now that is a good question. Give me a perception check. There
1: yeah, we
4: go. That is a good good question.
1: Uh 21. I didn't
0: see a thing. <laughs> yes it is, Caitlin.
1: Who? Okay. So, right path is copy of left path. Well,
4: so, let's walk down the
3: center.
1: Well, who the hell is <laughs> no. trying to mess with us? That's the question. Uh, and why?
3: I'm gonna, I I'm don't gonna think take I want to find out. I'm going to take another rock, and I'm going to chuck it down the right path now. Okay. You take a rock and you chuck it down the right path. Uh, it skids, goes a little further this time, and it lands. Do I see a similar lo- rock on the left side? Yes. Shit!
2: I'm going to walk out, like, 15 feet and just turn around.
0: Uh, which path? Just explain. On the, the left. left. On the left, okay. So you walk 15 feet down on the path on the left. You get about to the point where the first pebble landed. And you turn around and you look back. You see everybody standing there. Do we see uh, two
4: Uthers? No,
0: just one.
2: <laughs>
0: what the hell?
4: Oh, I don't like this. I think, do I, don't do like I this see the bit.
2: second path next to me?
0: No, you do not. What was that? What? No, you do not. Oh. That's
2: interesting. I walk back, but then I walk on the right one and do the same thing.
0: Okay, while all of this is happening, Bartholomew, I need you to give me a wisdom check. A
4: wisdom? Pure wisdom. Okay, let's see here. That's going to be a
0: 17. A 17. You get... Tingles down the back of your spine as Ooh. Uther walks back and walks over to the right path. You think you're being watched from close by. I turn to
4: Marcus and be like, "I I don't know about you, but something seems really off here. Um, it almost seems like
0: someone is toying with us." As you turn. Towards Marcus and say these words. You look up, expecting a witty response that has something to do with not taking responsibility for the party. Um, But Marcus is frozen, and as you look around Bartholomew at Gork and at Uther and at Caitlin and at Josephine, they're all frozen. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Done it
6: now.
4: (laughs) Um. Can I interact with Marcus in any way? Like, I just want to, like, pat him on the shoulder. (laughs) You can. No no reaction, just completely, like, frozen in time? Yep. Uh, Then in that case, uh, (laughs) I want to... um, I I, I guess I want to look around. Is everything frozen? Like, do I feel the breeze... Through the air, do I see trees moving
0: at all from, like, blowing around? All good questions, and as you contemplate looking around at these things, you feel that sharp tingle down your spine again. And as you turn around to look back towards the town of Alcoa, there is a figure standing about two feet behind you.
4: Oh god. <laughs> I, I kind of, like, like panic back
6: up. Mm-hmm.
0: The figure itself is short. Only about three feet tall. And hooded, so you can't see any of their features, but it's watching you intently. It's that gnome yeah. from the from the first episodes. Who are you? The voice that responds is childlike. I am he who watches. I am he who waits.
4: Okay. Are you the one causing all my my friends to be frozen right now?
0: They are not frozen. This is a perception. You're seeing what I want you to see.
6: Now that's
4: even more confusing. Why do you want me to see this?
0: I wish to speak to you. Okay. You, Bartholomew.
4: And what would you like to discuss?
0: The future. Okay. Your future.
4: My future? Okay, now I'm a little more interested.
0: (laughs) As he walks over, the hood turns and looks at the rest of your party. Traveling in a group this size is... Very unlike you.
4: Yes. Yes it is.
0: Why do you stay? <laughs> Why do you need to know that? The creature stays silent. Well
4: Quite honestly, it's uh felt like it is time for a change. Uh, I didn't want to be on my own any longer. And going through this, you know, the one mission that I had with them, uh, grew me a little bit closer to them and decided to stick around for a while because being alone is, I'm sure, you know, it's pretty lonely.
0: The creature looks at you intently, and even though you can't see its eyes, you can feel its gaze boring not only into you but through you, as though it's looking at your very soul. And you can feel this. Hmm. It's a very uncomfortable feeling. Oh, yes. (laughs) And then you hear that voice again, and it says, Do you wish to save them?
4: Are they in danger? Because if they're in danger, yes.
0: (laughs) You may consider what is in front of you. The direction that your life is headed, Bartholomew Sinclair. If you wish to stay as you were, take the path on the left. Continue being the jokester, the prankster, And ultimately, you will find yourself falling back into old habits. Should you wish to awaken, so to speak? And no, this is not just a blatant ripoff of the Matrix, I promise. (laughs) Should you wish to change, mature, save them, you will need knowledge. If you wish to have that knowledge... Take the path on the right. You blink, okay. and the creature's gone. Uh, uh, um, w- wait. You see Uther, or you hear Uther behind you going, "Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it seems just like another normal path." You turn around, and your party appears to be exactly where they were, but a moment before.
3: Did Marcus hear that thing that he said before, like, uh, before everything went weird? Uh, no, actually. Uh, When you turn to the right, Marcus, you
0: see Bartholomew just looking behind you.
3: What are you doing? Can you please pay Uh,
0: attention? This is serious. uh, Yeah. uh,
4: No, I there was I, I swear I there was somebody here a minute ago.
3: Well, we are in a town, you know, there's people coming and going all the time.
4: When I turn back around, do I still see both paths in front of me?
0: Yeah, everyone does. (laughs)
4: Great. Um, Honestly, this is just a kind of a gut feeling, but I really feel like we should go on the right path. If if they're both the same, let's just go right.
3: Really? Why?
4: Have you ever gotten one of those feelings uh, kind of in your soul that, that feels like it's just kind of urging you in that direction but when mm. you're making a decision. I have. That's what I'm getting right now. And I feel like that left path is not the direction I want to go.
3: Well, I tend to err on the side of logic and reasoning, and this doesn't make any sort of sense. <laughs> uh, I don't like anything about this, and I don't know about any gut feelings, but... You think Marcus the right thinks you
0: should go south. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck like, both paths. Well,
2: when do any of her decisions make any sense?
4: And, I'm and I'll, I'll asking at,
3: that often. I, I will look at
2: Marcus
4: and and there's uh, this. I don't want to say it's fear, but there's this this look behind my eyes that that I, when I look at him and I go, I I I know that I'm not. I know that I joke and I and I and I prank a lot, but I just trust me on on this one. And I'm looking at him with the most serious kind of
3: like pleading pleading
4: look, but not like sappy pleading.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: Marcus kind of like stands there and he like puts a hand on his like side on his hip and he kind of like mulls it over, and he nods. All right, all right, Bartholomew. We'll go the right path.
4: Thank you.
1: Well, friends, right.
3: shall we? Let's go.
0: Look at you, Marcus, making decisions for the whole party. <laughs> just like a party leader would. <laughs> yeah, well, so can I, can I, can we
4: pause right. for, for just one second? I do want to point out that... Uh, at one point in time, uh, when I was in that frozen state, instead of touching Marcus on the shoulder to see if he was there, I really wanted to pull his pants down.
6: <laughs>
0: I, was, I was wondering whether it was that, kicking him where the sun don't shine, or drawing a mustache on his face. I was really wondering what you were going to do. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so the party makes their way down the path on the right. Now, we're going to skip ahead a little bit. The first four days pass uneventfully. If there's any conversation you wish to have on the road, now would be the time.
4: Uh, Caitlin, um, have you been able to practice any of that that potion making at all while we've been traveling?
1: Yeah, I was actually hoping maybe one of these nights coming up, I'll just kind of sit and tinker with it a bit and see if I can brew a couple for us.
0: Okay, I'll let you brew one for each night if you'd like. Uh, okay. You have supplies for how many
1: at this point? I have supplies for 10.
0: Total or 10 left?
1: 10 total.
0: How many have you made so far?
1: I haven't had a chance to make any. I don't think. I you, feel like you've made uh, She
2: tried making it, but then the road was too bumpy. I remember last, I think. It's been a while. <laughs>
1: I'd have to go back and listen to the previous podcast, but I don't remember because the last time I was going to sit and do it was when we found the whale dog. So I didn't sleep that night.
0: (laughs)
4: You're doing a lot of taking care of the whale dog.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. uh, I I can take two off just in case, but.
0: I don't remember either. So I'm not going to penalize the player for that. Um, So we'll say that you still have the full 10 uses. So I will need you to give me a medicine check per night.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I
2: start singing, on the road again. <laughs>
1: Here we are the first... on
2: the road again.
3: Yes, that's true. The first ridiculous. was, ni- was
1: 19. Okay. Uh, second was 17. Oof, third was four. Okay. And the fourth? Oh, fourth. Uh, the fourth was 14.
0: Okay, so you can expend four uses of your ingredients, and you get three uh, potions. Okay.
4: Honestly, that's that's not bad for how long you've been doing this for. Since we were in, and it was it was back in the first town we we, were, we all met met each other, wasn't it? it? Was in Zephyr.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, all the way back in Zephyr. <laughs> the the name you to totally remembered. That I remembered.
1: Hundred percent. I would have wrote it down on my book, guys. Let's be real. I'm a notes taker.
0: Right next to the Buzzbeast notes?
1: <laughs> yes. Right after the must kill anyone who says Buzzbeast <laughs> note, and then I cross it out. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you draw a Talon cat next to it.
1: Oh, yeah. Boom. The Talon cat. I actually like that name more than what I named it in my screen.
0: <laughs> <but> we <laughs> You're welcome.
2: What is it called? I forgot. Uh, a raptor claw. raptor claw. <laughs> it's not a raptor. Yeah.
1: It uses a raptor. It's, it's a raptor. not a bird of prey. Oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> Dinosaur. You're going to be sleeping on the couch if you keep this up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs> Just like that again.
1: <laughs> I use this thread a lot, but it never really sticks. <laughs>
4: Joke's but on, you do not wanna though, sleep on the couch. She miss me too much. <laughs> <Not too> much.
1: <laughs>
0: Alright. Well, after those four days on the road, mm-hmm. having three extra potions added to your inventory, the weather suddenly takes a turn for the worse. And rather than the clear skies and Warm but not too warm temperatures that you've had. Now that you're not in Alcoa anymore, the the sort of arid pseudo-desert that you'd grown accustomed to over the past several days has turned back into that greenery that you were used to in and around Gill. Uh, So it's a lot nicer. But in the space of an hour or so, the weather turns from clear to storming. Uh, The rain's coming down hard. The path that you're on... Is open and devoid of tree cover, unfortunately. So you're all getting rained on pretty hard, and visibility is extremely poor. But it's only like midday. After riding in this storm for 40 minutes, who's in the lead? Um, not me. All <laughs> right, Marcus, you're in the lead. Great, Uh Marcus. <laughs> Your horse hit something in the road that you didn't see.
3: Like uh, head on or like uh, like steps on? Like steps on. Is it is my horse okay? Like it, Your like horse it, is fine, but you don't know what it hit. Oh. Um, I'll kind of like hold up a hand for everyone to stop for a second.
0: Okay. Who's okay. second in the
1: March order?
3: I'll be second. All right.
0: Give me a perception check. Uh,
1: 17.
0: 17. So just in time. You manage to see Makas' hand raised, even though the visibility
3: is terrible. You manage to stop your horse.
0: Uh, Everyone else stops in time as well. Makas, what's next?
3: Uh, I'm going to kind of pull my horse around and see if I can see what uh, my horse stepped on. Okay. As you pull the horse around, it's a dark
0: shape, maybe six feet long, two feet thick, maybe a little less than two feet thick. Wait. No. It almost looks like a body.
3: Oh, dear. Um, I'm going to get out and get off my horse, and I'm going to pull up my sword. Okay. I'm What's the sl- holdup? Uh, there might be a body here on the road. Uh, a what? A, a corpse. Ooh, that's uh, not good. <laughs> Marcus kind of goes over there and kind of like, uh, not like pointy, pointy, stab, stab, but like kind of like, Kind of like uh, nudges Tap. it, yeah, taps it.
0: <laughs> you hear a sound that you weren't expecting. It sounds like metal scraping on metal as your sword connects. Once in the.
1: I'm gonna pull my sword.
0: Okay. Uther, make an intelligent saving throw.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> Twenty-four. Twenty-four.
0: <laughs> um. Just fucking laugh. Has. <laughs> that metal sound grates all of your ears. Uther, it feels like a spike of arcane energy has been driven through your skull. <laughs> you managed to stay atop your horse, but your head now feels like it's being split in two by the presence of some kind of foul magic.
2: Oh, I'm going to tell I'm going to yell out, "Guys, guys, careful. <clears throat>
3: There's not something right about that thing. Um, perhaps we should all back away for a moment." Here. <clears throat> That's a good idea. Alright so
2: I'm gonna get down to investigate What the hell just made my head split open
0: Okay how are you going to investigate that
2: Um well First of all instead of using
0: uh, Metal I'm gonna see if I can find like a stick nearby Okay Um, So So when you say investigating what caused it, you're talking about you're going to poke the body with a stick. No, I'm not going to... Well,
2: I'm not poking the body with a stick. I'm assuming there's like cloth or something around there. I'm trying to lift it to see what what it was, what scraped
0: and made that noise, I guess. Sure. I'm standing
5: next to Uther just in case.
0: Okay. Um, So as the rest of you back away, Gork, Uther, you approach with the stick that you absolutely found on the ground. Um, and You kind of peel some of the cloth back. And you're staring at a shaped plate of metal where the body's face would be. Is it like a mask or just like a piece of metal? Oh, that's a great question. You're going to have to get closer to find that out. I'm going
2: to get closer.
0: Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check.
2: Hmm. I have a 15 there. With
0: a 15. So as you kind of bend down and. At this point, not using the stick. You're going to have to use your hands to investigate whatever the hell this is. The first thing you know is it's not alive. The second thing you notice is the metal isn't a mask. You reach down under to try and pull it off, and you don't find anything. As you kind of move the cloth away further, the metal is in the shape of a very distorted-looking face.
2: Interesting. As you kind
0: of press around the rest of it, this appears to be some kind of humanoid made entirely of metal.
2: Oh, oh, I see. Um, believe there was a name for this. Some, some kind of construct, I believe.
0: History check. At advantage oh, because yo. remember. <laughs> We're on a yellow brick yeah, about road to right say, now. Nah. <laughs> Where is the scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, uh, I got an eighteen on that one.
0: And that's at advantage.
2: At oh, right, at advantage.
0: Noise, noise. I roll a 14 that time, so 18. 18. So, with an 18, yeah, you have heard of these things. Um, though, vaguely, they were constructs that were used a lot in the Azurite Wars. Typically called warforged. They were used mostly as frontline infantry, but sometimes as more as infiltration units. Though the infiltration units typically had flesh masks that would make them hard to identify. i uh, um, I guess for my investigation, it's been
2: so much time that it's basically dissolved at this point. Is what I'm guessing it for for the flesh mask.
0: I mean, it doesn't look like there was ever a flesh mask on this one.
2: OK, Um. well, guys, um, looks like we have a war forge uh, from
3: the good old days a what? Of, <laughs> of the war that was going on. Marcus, uh, comes up and takes a look at it, kind of like, is it, like, on its side? Is it, like, face down? Is it face up? It's face down. It's face down. Marcus will, like, flip it over.
0: Okay. As you flip it over, you notice that there's a giant hole in its chest. The edges of whatever Mm -hmm. caused the hole, because it clearly wasn't there by design, appear to be singed, and there's a slight blue hue to the singe marks. Oh, can
2: I do an guys. arcana check on that? Sure, go ahead. See what kind of, like, if it's dangerous,
0: if I'm feeling something malice about it. Sure, go ahead and make that check. Caitlin, you were going to say something?
1: I was going to say, guys, this is kind of creeping me out. I feel, I don't know how recent this was, but I don't think it's safe for us to be here much longer.
3: My question is, um, what is this, this man made of metal? It's so, a Thompson, what'd you call it, a Warforged?
2: A Warforged. Essentially a, a construct of of this um, humanoid being given life through through magic. I'm guessing.
3: I forgot. <laughs> it's not quite alive anymore with this hole in its chest. Uh,
2: no,
0: I don't think so. Uh, I rolled so, a 15, by the way. Okay, so we'll get to that one in a minute. To remind the party just of the history of... Edrigal, rather than Eberron, which is where the Warforged are typically from in D&D lore. Uh, the Warforged, in this case, are not so much animated by magic, but by the use of um, Azurite itself, mixed with some magic, because ah. that's how a lot of their weaponry works. But this is a Cotillion construct, Cotillion being the country that could most uh, easily use and work with the metal found in the Dragon Peak Mountains. Hmm. It's far from home.
1: Wait, was uh the DeAngelo family were they Catilian? No.
3: They're linear. Okay, just make it sure. Mm. Catilian. Oh, 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 yeah,
5: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come 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 <laughs> Catilian. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh
3: my <laughs>
0: gosh. Uh-huh. Uh so with the role that you got there Uther, um there's no magic emanating from either the creature or the wound, but the wound is consistent with that of, well, an, an Azerite-tipped weapon. You know that because you've seen them up close and personal. Yeah. You you think back to the ballista that was firing at you. Yes. <laughs> back on your first adventure. <laughs> the one that was creating giant holes in the ground. Yes. I got quite personal with them. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the wound is blue,
3: you said, or something?
0: It's got a tinge of blue around it, which is typically the marking of an azurite weapon. Mm. Okay, interesting.
4: So what is this? The, the remains from the old war, or is this fresh? Is this more recent um, than that? Can you it's tell? quite
3: possible that the storm um, helped dredge it up if it was more buried. Possibly. That I, I, I
2: can't sense. tell at this point.
3: Uh, I know it's <laughs> dead. <laughs>
4: does he have like a serial number (laughs) or anything
1: like that no no (laughs) made by date i know it's far (laughs) from
2: home they these were not not used in this area not at least not very often
1: i feel it's safe to assume that if it's not from here that it might be recent
2: Hmm. i'm i'm kind of curious should should we take this with us
1: I personally don't think we want to put a giant metal thing on the back of any of our horses. Especially making it look like we killed it. Hmm. I know none of us have the weapon to do it, but I also don't want to drag a body everywhere we go.
2: True. But why is this here in the first place?
1: My guess is we're heading to Zast, which is known for robbers and bandits and shady work. I could assume maybe people could get jumped on this road pretty often, especially now that we're getting closer. True. It could have just been a passing through... I don't know why a war forge would be on its own, I guess, but who knows?
2: I'm gonna try to take a sample of it. At least maybe ask around town once we get closer. They Perhaps know anything about it. Perhaps we
3: should... Um... Maybe this was recent. And if somebody has an Azurite-tipped weapon, um, they could be very dangerous. Perhaps we should um, perhaps look around the area, see if there's anyone around here, see if there's any uh, homes, anything like that.
1: Maybe, or we press forward and just keep our eyes open for anyone who could jump us. It's hard to say, because I don't want to get off our path too much.
2: I, I definitely think we should move, but I'd still like a
0: sample of this. Oh, is there? Help me understand what you mean by sample, Josh. Um, Basically,
2: any loose pieces of it, um, uh, such as like fingers or something. Uh, Some way to kind of take uh, a portion of it to to get it analyzed. I'm gonna probably
0: get one of its fingers.
2: Okay.
3: (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna take his finger. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna like kind of pull it out and see if it has any like. Equipment or gear or anything like that? Any papers? Nope. Just the cloak. That's Does the covering it?
1: Does the cloak have an emblem on nope. it?
2: Any markings on it? Nope. Hmm. All right. Then I'm just gonna tick the finger. Okay. <laughs>
4: Honestly, I, I'm starting to agree with. Uh, it was probably dredged up just due to the storms, and while it would be great to solve another mystery, I, I, I feel like Uther, your your finger sample. Uh, will be good enough for now and we should probably continue on it's we're all getting very wet and I would rather not catch a cold
2: oh well, I'm sure Caitlin's uh, new pet there is enjoying this
1: I imagine he's off playing in the mud <laughs> like you, you look around and
0: just next to the body you see um what's his name Tango uh,
1: Fango. Fango. <laughs> you see
0: Fango just like skidding by the body just on his belly
2: <laughs> But yes, I I do also think we should keep moving.
0: Okay, well, as you take its finger, you get back on your horses and you keep moving. About 100 feet down the road, you run into two more. Oh, okay.
1: Same incision? Same basic concept.
0: Holes in a slightly different place. No markings on the cloak. Cloak appears to be the same both face down in the mud hmm, can I use an investigation to see like this was recent you're gonna get the same answer that you got for the last one fair okay
1: uh how about can I see if they were fired at from the same direction kind of hard like, to let's... tell
0: I'm not gonna give oh, you a roll on that one just because you, you don't really know how they could have fallen Uh, And it's in the middle of the rain. True. Uh, That sort of thing.
1: Do we have trees on either side of us? Guys, I think... Let's just assume these are fresh. They could have been old from the old days of the war, but maybe we should travel closer to the tree line. Blend in a little bit so we're not as noticed in the middle of an open road.
5: Mm. Gork is very good at blending into things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you are, Gork. I'm
5: indistinguishable from the trees, as there is no difference in size.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is truly a church All right, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you hug the tree line and make your way down the road, the number of bodies that you see starts to increase. Next time you see them, there's five. The next time, ten. And they're all piled on top of one another until finally it almost looks like there's a small mountain of Warforged bodies sitting in front of you. But there appears to be a clearing in the center. And you see something glinting right in the middle in one of the bodies that seems kind of separated from
3: the rest. Hold on now. This could be dangerous. I'll see if I can um, pick that out. Marcus, uh steps very carefully very slowly and, um, tries to reach and grab that glint.
0: Okay. As you reach down, this one reaches up and grabs your forearm with an iron grip, quite literally. And it starts <laughs> to squeeze you very hard, and I need a strength saving throw from you, Marcus. Oh, frick, I'm not good at strength.
6: Oh,
2: frick.
4: You <laughs> oh, frick.
5: That's oh, good. frick. <laughs> Does Makassel
2: start yelling?
0: (laughs) He goes yelling. Oh, frick. He's going, oh, frick. (laughs) Oh, frick. I got an eight. An eight. So you can almost feel your bones getting close to being crushed by this creature. And you lock eyes with it momentarily. And then it drops back to the ground. You continue reaching for the glint. And you manage to yank a very odd-looking dagger out of this creature's back.
3: Hmm. There's a blue glow on its tip. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. This is all very strange. This thing almost killed me. Looks like this dagger might have been what did it in. Azure perhaps. uh,
0: As the rest of you kind of go over and look at the dagger itself... The blue slowly turns purple, and the purple turns red, and blood starts running down the tip. At that point, it seems like all of the creatures around you start moving again, and the, the mountain of warforged falls over and engulfs the entirety of the party. Some
5: miratolid
0: shit, files. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> With a gasp, you sit up. All of you. What happened? You look around. What? There's a fire going. The skies are clear. Looks to be early dawn. Your candidate is asleep next to you, Caitlin. Not a body in sight. You hear a bell ringing in the distance. And you look over, and you see, in the distance, several very large buildings. The road that you're on is no longer grass or dirt. In fact, it's brick and paved. This is, just by description, most probably Zast. And you wonder momentarily was this all a dream? Did we imagine what happened? But Marcus as you look down well, the dagger is still in your hand. Still blue tipped. And that's where we're going to stop for the day. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Show on the <laughs> retometer, show. <with> fucking
3: robots and <laughs> <with> memories. No. <laughs> 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 I love it.
1: Well, now we're in the uh, the Mindfuck segment <laughs> of the podcast. I everyone. don't have enough <laughs> intelligence
5: or wisdom to survive the Mindfuck segment. Just <laughs> just <starting laughs> right now. This is how we
1: lose Gork. Yeah, he just is, goes is, insane. This is
5: where we go.
3: No, wait. Perhaps Gork is the key to surviving.
4: <laughs> oh,
5: God. Break, you
3: can't so it's so absorb like the knowledge. Yeah. Right that was going to be
4: drama. Yep. with the, the Delta wave.
6: <laughs>
3: <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, that was a thing
0: that was it. Right, well thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of the roaring d20s podcast as always i hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating um if you have any questions about what the fuck just happened to the party don't dm me because i'm not going to give you the answer um, <laughs> that being said if you like the podcast go ahead and uh, let us know in any social media place that you can find us if you didn't like it please go ahead and tell caitlin directly great she thank loves you loves hearing all of those oh yeah and we get a ton as far as i know or maybe that's just caitlin yelling at me i don't <laughs> know if it's actually like community <laughs> anger or just her anger it really could be either
1: but i channel that being it. said we'll it. see you for
0: episode 23 in Woo! two weeks goodbye everybody Bye!
1: Bye!